Coming to you from the middle of the country, a new voice in politics, a show that is breaking away from the two-party system. In the Middle, with your host, Justin Staten. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Good Friday morning to you. I'm glad you're here for another episode of the In the Middle. I apologize to those of you who were uh, who get the the podcast on Apple iTunes. It didn't post until like almost 7 p.m. yesterday, and that was on me. I accidentally broke the link to uh, iTunes somehow. Uh, I think I have it fixed now, so it should post early this morning like it's supposed to. But if you were looking for a new episode yesterday on iTunes and you didn't see one, that's all me. I broke the link. It should be working now. I do apologize. And thank you all for sharing the show. Yesterday was one of our largest download days since I started the show a week and a half, uh, almost two weeks ago. So thanks again, guys, for sharing the show. It means the world to me. And I hope to bring you something quality every single day. So make sure that you also leave a comment and rating uh, wherever you listen to the podcast at. That way I can continue to make the show better for you guys. It would mean a lot to me and it, and it will. I mean, it'll make the show better. So good Friday. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. It's Friday. I, I'm actually going to a conference today, a Campground Owners Association conference, and uh, I'm excited to to check that out and meet some new people and, and talk campgrounds. I think campgrounds is probably going to be one of the best investment classes in commercial real estate over the next couple of years. Not that you guys are here to talk about commercial real estate, but I uh, just wanted to share. Yeah, because I'm really pumped up and excited to go, and, and I'm hoping you guys have a good Friday as well and a and a great weekend coming up but let's 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 talk about oh th- now i remember why i was bringing up the the conference because today's going to be a short show because i have to get on the road to the conference so i can make it there on time cuz it starts early so i need to do this as fast as i can so i'm going to run through it and uh yeah so let's get on with it uh, the biden doj says trump can be sued by police and Democrats over the January 6th riot. We're going to talk a little bit about that and whether that is a nothing burger or not. Pretty sure it is. It's it's just a little bit of media spin. Uh, and then Americans have the lowest trust in news in the world. Go figure. There's a new headline. Uh, Americans have the lowest trust in news in the world. We're going to discuss that and Hershey's facing backlash over putting a trans woman on a candy bar wrapper for their International Women's Day campaign. Now, to be fair, this was up in Canada or Canada as most of us call it. it. This did happen up in Canada and the commercial was running in Canada. However, Hershey's is a very much an American company. So, we're going to talk about that. I guess, you know, Hershey's uh <laughs> doesn't like selling much candy well let's first get into and again guys i i i asked this in the beginning or i was i I said thanks for sharing the show i do i really 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 appreciate all you guys sharing the show um it means the world to me so yeah if this show made you think made you laugh made you cry um share the show so other people can find it you know i don't run ads on the show and i bring it bring the show every day um, so if you got something out of it, do something for me, help me out and share the show. It'd mean the world to me. So 
the Biden uh, DOJ has come out and said that Trump can be sued uh, for his comments on or during the January 6th riots. Um, the, D- the, the DOJ made the announcement in a filing before a federal appeals court. It pertains to efforts by two U.S. Capitol police officers and 11 Democratic lawmakers to sue Trump for his role in the January 6th riots. They're alleging psychological damage. So this headline has been making the rounds and, and you know, I follow both sides of the equation. It was so funny to watch uh, extreme liberals yesterday just going bananas over this announcement and this headline. Oh, Trump could be sued. I hope they bankrupt him, blah, blah, blah. And my thought was like, well, it won't be the first time, right? Like, I mean, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. He knows how to get through a bankruptcy. I don't think he's all that worried about it. And then my second thought was, guys, this is just media spin. They're spinning this out there like it's a big deal. Like, oh my God, like they're everything they can do to make Donald Trump seem like he instigated the riots on January 6th or told people to do what they did when all the evidence, all the clear evidence, and if you have eyes that you're willing to use, you'll know, uh, he said the opposite of go down and, you know, go into the Capitol and ransack and do all the stuff. All the evidence is clear, but this is just an attempt by the leftist uh, DOJ, the Biden administration, to smear a future presidential campaign. And that's that's where I have a problem with it, because they have literally been smearing Trump since before the last election, while he was still president. I mean, the two very, very egregious and lacking merit um, issues that they put him through just to impeach was garbage. So you're going to see a lot of this stuff leading up to the campaign because they're going to try to smear, smear, smear. But why is this specifically a nothing burger? Because all it was was a couple attorneys for the Department of Justice saying, we think, we believe that Trump can be sued by these police officers and these lawmakers that he doesn't have complete immunity. And presidents may at time use strong rhetoric and and they should be allowed to be sued for it, which is ridiculous. Okay, on its face is ridiculous. And the attorneys also noted in their filing that they understand the filing has no bearing on any special counsel's uh, special counsel's investigation into whether Trump can be criminally charged over anything that has to do with January 6th or the aftermath or trying to overturn presidential election results, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, this is just a couple of attorneys giving their opinion on a piece of paper in a public manner. That's it. Not to mention it's a clear, flagrant, yeah, of course, you can sue anybody for anything at any time. That's just America. It will be up to a court to decide whether or not the offense is appropriate based off of the Constitution and current law. This whole thing would not even pass the First Amendment um, test. So it's a nothing burger. You're probably going to see tons and tons of stuff about it and all the Trump stuff. It's it's a lot of nothing burgers coming out of the DOJ, and, and nobody trusts the DOJ anyway. So, yeah, 
they may sue Trump. They may not. It will not go anywhere. But the funny thing to me was the 11 Democratic lawmakers, these snowflake people in Congress suing for psychological damage. Adam Kinzinger is probably one of them, although he was putting himself out there as a Republican. He's probably one of those who suffered psychological damage sitting over in the corner sucking his thumb and probably still wets his bed. But anyway, it's ridiculous. These are grown people suing over psychological damage when they suffered no damage. And it won't even pass. Oh, because Trump used words. He had words. I'm scared. It's going to go nowhere. It's stupid. It just shows you how weak and pathetic and inept um, most of these congressional leaders are. And that's a good lead-in to an article I found that says, it's from the liberal patriot, um, John Hoppin, and he says, America has the lowest trust in news in the world. And I couldn't disagree or couldn't agree more. He was saying that Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism and Young Government released a fascinating study which examined news consumption and media habits across the world based on interviews with 93,000 people in 46 markets on six continents. It was an impressive wealth of comparative data. So two findings from this that really stood out with him was only 26% of Americans expressed general trust in the news. And that tied for the lowest level of trust in the world, along with the citizens of Slovakia. (laughs) Slovakia. So we trust our news as much as the good folks in Slovakia, which is an old Soviet state. And they're not used to trusting much. Uh, The survey asked respondents whether they agree or disagree with the following statement. I think you can trust most news most of the time. As the report authors note and is seen in the charts below, the trust for news has fallen almost uh, in almost half the countries in our survey, survey and risen in just seven, partly reversing the gains made at the height of the coronavirus pandemic, on average, around 4 in 10 of our total sample, or 42%, say they trust most news most of the time. Finland remains the country with the highest level of overall trust at 69%, while news trust in the USA has fallen by a further 3% uh, gap and remains at the lowest in the survey. Crazy crazy. Likewise, Americans trust in news that people use themselves rather than more generally only hits 41%, not exactly a ringing endorsement of the news media in America. And I don't disagree. I believe nothing they say. What's the old saying? Uh, Believe half of what you, uh, what is it? Half of what you see, a quarter of what you read and nothing that you hear. I don't even know if that's a real quote. I mean, that's, I only believe half of what I see, a quarter of what I read, and nothing that I hear. And I think that's with with our media and, and, and how spinny it's got and how corporate interest it's got. I mean, 
I think it's sad that in the country where we have an actual actual God-given right that is constitutionally protected for there to be freedom of the press and the press can't be honest with their freedom tells you where we're at as a country. It's scary. The whole one of the biggest reasons for this show is because of the lack of trust with media. So let me ask you guys, do you trust the news that you watch? If this if this study is close to being true, not many of you like two out of 10 will say you trust the media. And only four out of 10 will trust the local media, media or news that you use, right, on a daily basis. That's like turning on the local news, watching the weather, um, or checking the traffic reports. That's news that you use. So when we can't even trust the local news anymore, that's a that's a bad place to be. And we need to get back to a media that is fact-based. How do we do that? Stop giving money to the news agencies. Like stop going to their website, stop looking at their ads, stop your paid subscriptions of any news agency that's caught giving the spin or making up stories. Especially if there's stories to cover corruption, cover up corruption in our government or manufacture corruption in our government to try to sway you, the voters, based on lies. If you see that at all, you got to cut them off. Cut them off. So, yeah, that's over at the liberal liberal patriot, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm not surprised by the study, and I'm, I'm sure you're not either. Hershey's is facing a backlash over putting trans women on or a trans woman on a candy bar wrapper for International Women's Day. And I know this. I saw it yesterday and they were getting lambasted on Twitter and social media. Hershey's, that is. They were getting trashed uh, over this uh, woman, transgender woman on this candy bar wrapper. So, I. So, well, let me just read a little bit on the article here because I, uh, I can't make this stuff up. So, the ad debuted Wednesday as part of Hershey's Canada's uh, Her for She campaign in honor of International Women's Day on March 8th. The short spot featured trans, trans woman Faye Johnstone, who it noted is a. Uh, 2SLL, oh my God, I'm not even going to read all that crap. Um, promote, like, come on, 2SLGBTQIA, like, plus advocate. Get real, folks. Like, it's just, it's so, let's put another 10 vowels on there. Wow. Anyway, uh, so she's noted Faye Johnstone, um, as being a LGBTQ advocate promoting Hershey's new female-themed rapper. In the clip, which there's a video circulating around social media, so in the clip, Johnstone was shown posing with the limited edition candy wrapper while providing a voiceover explaining the inclusivity initiative. The trans woman claimed, My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest, authentic selves. 
As the short ad ended, it depicted Johnstone posing and laughing alongside several biological women. The voiceover concluded with an initiative or invitation for viewers to view Hershey Canada's International Women's Day campaign on their website. So, it got a ton of of backlash and some of the backlash to be fair was uh, well a good chunk of the backlash initially was over the idea that Hershey is going to celebrate women by putting a man dressed as a woman on their candy bar and, and a big you know obviously focus point of their ad for celebrating women and so some of the initial lashing out was that you know hey are we serious like why can't we just have actual biological women like if it's international women's day why aren't we celebrating women like biological women and I think for a lot of people, this is like the wokeism hijacking reality. And so that was the initial backlash. But then there was some other backlash about some of this John Stone's uh, tweeting habits. And she, Hershey started getting backlash for that. And some of the sentiment was, hey, if you're going to put a man dressed up as a woman on your candy bar for International Women's Day at least find somebody that isn't insulting um, to women. Because apparently this Faye Johnstone has been very insulting uh, publicly to women. She's apparently a woman hater, like a biological woman hater. At one point, um, posting, uh, she responded to a Peter Tatchell tweet where he was talking about a trans woman who had gotten convicted of rape being sentenced to eight years in prison so you know a trans woman a man was raping women and then got caught got sentenced to prison was requesting to go to a women's prison and this Peter Tatchell was like well I'm glad that she's going to prison she got caught for raping women and she should not be serving her prison sentence with other women, and I'm happy that happened. Well, this this Faye Johnstone, who's now on the cover of Hershey Candy Bars, great example for your children, was on Twitter arguing with this Peter Tatchell about why she shouldn't be, this transgender man shouldn't be segregated from the women population because that's misgendering this rapist, and that's hurtful. And literally said, the idea that trans women are a threat to CIS women, that underpins the separation solution. So, why should we be segregating these people? And then, you know, she she pulled the, she also asked the question, should we also segregate gay prisoners? And it's just ridiculous notion. If a man who's dressing like a woman is out raping women, 
probably don't want to put him in a women's prison. Probably not going to end well. Unless we just don't care about the rights that prisoners have anymore. And if that's the case, then okay, fine. But fair is fair. And then everything is going to be a you-know-what show in our prison system. Because where do you stop? Where do you stop that? We're going to put uh, child molesters into... Uh, and I'm, I unfortunately think this is actually happening out in California. But are we going to put child molesters in prison, in juvenile prison, with 12-year-old juveniles? Is that cool? We're going to put hardened, grown men, killers... And juvenile detention centers? Are we going to put them in the woman's population? Come on. Stupid. So there was a lot of backlash about her just being an activist. Or he or whatever. I don't know. So I don't know. Here's what I do know. And women, this is biological women. I am speaking to biological women. Okay? This one's on up to you. Like, I'm not going to speak for women and because I don't think it's my place or nor my right to speak on behalf of women. This is what I will say. I love, admire, and respect biological women. I admire the sacrifices they had to make in our history, just like I admire the sacrifices that African Americans, Hispanic, Japanese Americans, Asian Americans, all people, gay Americans, had to go through to make this a more perfect union in a better country. Now, women didn't have the right to vote for a long time. So women, this one's up to you. I respect you, I admire you, I love you, I'm married to one. This is your fight. This is men literally deciding they want to be women and getting, you know, the attention. And the, it's, it was like ESPN when they named Caitlyn Jenner the woman of the year. Like, these people are going into your sports and dominating and breaking records that you just biologically can't compete with. So this is your fight. I'll fight the fight with you. And, but I, I can't speak to, you know, saying, uh, I mean, I personally will never buy a Hershey bar ever again, because I don't think it's cool that you're trying to basically erase women in favor of biological men who want to be women. And I'm okay with, if you want to be transgender, it doesn't bother me, but not at the expense of biological women and their, their story and their rights. Not okay with that. It's okay to be a transgender. No problem with that. But yes, a line has to be drawn in my mind. Because if you're transgender, you're you're unique. You're you're a kind of your own special identifier. But you're not a biological woman. Just like you're not a biological man. And so women, I think this is your fight. And you know, I'm not going to speak on behalf of women and what should be done or should should or should not be done here. I mean, I'll fight the fight with you, but it's your fight. Do you want men taking over 
women like in this way you've you're you already had to fight for the right to vote you've you're still trying to fight for what you call equal pay and equal wage and equal everything and then you've got men saying they're you and just as biologically you as you which is scientifically untrue but this is your fight so you know what say you women are you cool with Hershey putting a man in lipstick on on the packaging for International Women's Day is that something that we men should be okay with are you okay being overshadowed by this woke, crazy, extreme ideology? Again, to be clear, it's okay to be trans. It's okay to be transgender. And I don't, I don't think transgender people should be discriminated against. But I think there is a line where you say, look, you're transgender. You're not biological. You're not a biological woman. And that's okay. It's okay that you're not a biological woman. And it's okay if you want to be identified or get, you know, be called a female name. That There's nothing wrong with that. I'm okay with that. But that's what you want. And I'll respect that. But we have to respect biological women. Because otherwise they get erased. I mean, not permanently. It's kind of hard to permanently erase a biological woman. Because without them, we can't reproduce. We can't make more people. Can't say the same for transgendered women. But I don't know. You know, I I have a feeling about this, but I'm not. I just wanted to bring into your guys' attention that this is happening. Um, you know, even a couple people pointed out, well, why is Hershey going so woke? Um, and then somebody said, well, it's really clear because guess who are two of their top 10 shareholders? You guessed it, BlackRock and Vanguard, which, you know, they're, they would love, BlackRock and Vanguard would love for America to become socialist or communistic because they'll make more money. They'll have all the control. And I, some, I believe that's what they're working on. But yeah, uh, Vanguard owns about 9.56% uh, of Hershey stock, and BlackRock owns 7.15. So, two of the top shareholders in Hershey. So it doesn't surprise me that they're, you know, going with woke propaganda and ideologies. Guys, it's just a way to, you know, crush, crush any sense of normalism or realism in society. Because if I can get you to believe crazy stuff and get you to admit it's real, I can get you to do anything. If I can get you to call a biological man a biological woman and actually believe it, believe their biology somehow changes, I can get you to say and believe anything. And that's where all this crazy comes from. Because most Americans don't care. Most Americans are like, hey, you want to be gay? Be gay. We don't care. Love you anyway. Let's go get some beers. Hang out. Most Americans are like, yeah, hey, we get it. You want to dress like a, a woman and you want to be called a woman's name? Uh, cool. Or the, the opposite, you want to be a man and dress like him? Okay, that's fine. You know, if you went from Betty to Bob, I'll call you Bob. It does, It's cool. It's whatever you want to do. But Bob, just though you're not like a, a man, a biological man like me. I'll call you Bob, we'll hang out. Shit, I'll 
let you borrow a dip. You know, I'll whatever. But there is a line. You're not a biological man. Just like if if you're a Bob that wants to go to Betty, it's cool. I'll call you Betty. Have no problems with it. But when you try to tell me that your biology has actually changed, which is not reality, I draw the line. That's where I draw the line because I live in reality. And when you allow people, cultures, whatever, to change what's real, you're being brainwashed. You're being manipulated. It's that simple. And I refuse to be brainwashed or manipulated. I don't refuse to be okay with transgenderism. I'm okay with it. I refuse for that to turn into a change of reality. And here's some science. I heard this the other day. I thought it was kind of funny. I'll share it. So, so I don't remember if I read this or what, but it said, okay, here's the thing. You put 10 men and 100 women on a deserted island and you come back to that island 100 years later. What are you going to find? You're going to find a lot of men, a lot of women, a lot of children, a lot of kids living on the island, making stuff, you know, having villages. That's what you're going to find 100 years later. If you put 100 transgender women and 10 men on an island and you go back 100 years later, what are you going to find? You're going to find 110 skeletons of dead men. You're going to find the skeletons of 110 men. That is science. I get it. You, you want to be a man. You want to be a woman. It's cool. We'll accept it. Our society is accepting of it up to the line where we change or distort reality because we can't do that. That benefits nobody. But women, I don't know, you tell me, chime in. This is your fight and I've got to get on the road. So like I said, short show, guys. Really happy that you're checking in this Friday, and I really hope you guys have uh, amazing weekends um, and a really good end to your week today on Friday. As always, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you sharing the show. If it made you think, made you laugh, made you cry, got you fired up, share the show with your friends and family. Also, make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to so you don't miss an episode. It'll also push it up in the algorithm and uh, make sure to leave the rating and review. Don't want to forget that part. But anyway, guys, I got to go. Got to get to work. And I will be back here with you guys early Monday morning. I cannot wait until then. But until then, guys, have a great American day and weekend. And take care. Take care.